Hello and welcome back to Warrior's Dispatch. This is your source for insights into the world of private military contracting. I'm your host, Scott Salzman, and in this episode, I'm going to tackle the crucial topic of risk management. Now, operating in war zones and high threat environments comes loaded with hazards, obviously. So today, I'm going to explore the strategies that PMCs, or private military companies, use to manage risks and ensure mission success. So I'm going to be discussing the importance of, for example, conducting thorough risk assessments, implementing continuity plans, uh, and even things like choosing the right insurance and instilling in your company a culture of safety, which is very important, of course. Um, Managing uncertainty separates the best firms from the rest. And when lives are on the line, cutting corners is never an option. That's what we're going to talk about. So effective risk management starts with in-depth assessments before deploying into any operating environment. Threats can emerge from political instability, crime, natural disasters, and infrastructure reliability issues. So identifying such hazards allows your firm to create mitigation plans. Conducting thorough risk assessments is critical for, for private security companies that are operating in hazardous environments abroad. Effective assessments evaluate all dimensions of risk, from operational and financial to geographical risk, geopolitical risk, and human resources. Using frameworks like SWOT analysis, where you identify strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, helps identify both the internal threats and any external threats. Companies have to gather intelligence from all sources to understand the full history, the, the, the climate, the terrain, the local demographics, the local politics, and the security dynamics of the intended operating area. Looking at socioeconomic trends can reveal risks. Speculating potential scenarios through analytical techniques like wargaming allows, allows you to game out the worst case outcomes and the ripple effects that are possible. Um, Challenging all assumptions is key here. And it's crucial to regularly, regularly update your assessments as the contracted work begins because conditions change quickly on the ground. So if you can, um, you need to bring in trusted local partners who can provide indigenous perspectives and insights that your contractors might lack. Detailed documentation allows you to continuously improve future assessments and track inaccurate projections that become lessons learned. Security protocols have to flex, need to be flexible in order to address emerging risks and exploit new opportunities. Any, res any risk assessments you do are going to be useless without action. So private security firms need to take their findings 
and implement robust continuity plans to address identified threats. This includes primary and alternate strategies for critical functions like, like communications, logistics, transportation, supply chains, infrastructure access, all of these things. And then redundancies are built in using a defense in depth approach, not relying on single options that could fail. Your plans account for disruption scenarios from political coups, natural disasters, supply shortages, or local partner loss. Smart contingency planning adapts to dynamic realities on the ground. These continuity plans establish things like emergency protocols, evacuation routes, fail-safes, and crisis response teams. Drills ensure that all your personnel understand their role when a crisis strikes, and built-in flexibility handles any unforeseen events. The best continuity plans combine careful preparation with agility in execution. The best plans keep mission essential operations functioning through a crisis while buying time to stabilize conditions on the ground. Prior planning beats chaotic improvisation when managing risks. Um, let's talk about insurance. This is another vital component of risk management for companies who are deploying contractors into high-risk environments abroad. Finding policies that adequately cover your operations can be very complex. Firms need to assess their unique risk exposures and their unique legal obligations. For companies based in the United States, we have the Defense Base Act insurance, which provides workers' compensation for injuries or death while overseas. But you might need additional policies like that cover areas like evacuation, emergency medical care, kidnap, ransom, property damage, uh, and even things like aviation liabilities and, yes, terrorism. The Defense Base Act provides the essential coverage for the hazardous nature of contracting work, but your firm's going to need tailored solutions to cover both the typical and the unique risks for your operations. Insurance agents with experience covering government contractors can help customize comprehensive policies, but there are still gaps. Experimental operations may be uninsurable, unfortunately. Um, companies absorb certain risks through self-insurance funds. So evaluating an insurer's reputation and financial strength is certainly advised before you purchase a plan. Um, there might also be local government mandates that might require specific carriers in certain regions. So renewing your coverage regularly will ensure adequate protection as your operations evolve. Choosing the right insurance safeguards companies from financial ruin and demonstrates duty of care for deployed personnel, but it requires constantly reassessing exposures as the circumstances change. Even the best risk management plans are ineffective without total buy-in from company leadership and staff. 
So it's important to instill an organizational culture that empowers and rewards safety. This is vital. Ultimately, risk management relies on buy-in at all levels. So leadership at your firm needs to instill a culture of safety and accountability. Proper training ensures best practices are implemented by contractors on the ground. Complacency is your enemy. Complacency cannot set in even after successful missions. So it starts with leaders promoting open communication about risks and modeled behaviors. Your contractors need to feel comfortable flagging, the, flagging their concerns without having to worry about judgment. Your, your safety metrics should factor into your performance reviews. So a commitment to training and adherence to standards is key here. You, can, you can't have complacency setting in. You need continual readiness to operate safely in hazardous zones to keep your personnel alert. Emphasizing teamwork and collective responsibility for safety reinforces your key principles. Having each other's backs and speaking up when noticing deficiencies helps to sustain this culture of safety that you need. And recognizing those who lead by example cements the expected behaviors. Positive reinforcement when contractors exceed safety requirements inspires excellence as a standard. A culture that values human life above all else can carry your organization through unpredictable environments. Safety consciousness stemming from the top down improves risk management and outcomes. All these lessons underscore why risk management must be a central pillar of private security operations. Complacency totally kills in this industry, but with smart strategies, with due diligence and adaptability, your company can keep your contractors and your clients protected against known and unknown threats. I hope this has been helpful. I'll look at other aspects of the PMC business model in later episodes. Until then, be sure to assess your risks and always have a plan B. This is Scott Salzman, signing off.